0: the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening
1: to The John DePietro Show. It's spring, and Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today for a free quote, 401 392 1025. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com. Your best lawn ever guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever. Guaranteed. Call lawn doctor today. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com or call them 401-392-1025. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePetro.com. Coming up at 1 o'clock will be Governor McKee in the final COVID briefing. It's a beautiful spring day here in southern New England. But where are we with the violence? The gang war rages on. The latest victim now has been identified, 19 years old from Cranston. How did she get involved with it? Apparently, friendly with, some kind of relationship with, someone involved or people thought was involved with a gang in Pawtucket either Bucket East or Bucket West two separate street gangs in Pawtucket there's several you have a number in different Providence in uh, in Providence obviously you have Lakeside which is over near Silver Lake area mostly you have GMF which is God Money um, Family and they're also they mix in with Southside. you also have prob x you also have the hartford avenue project you have the uh, east side which is in and around mount hope and the camp street area and then there's some other um asian gangs off of valley street i was speaking with a gang official they're saying that the number of gang members now uh in rhode island it's at an all-time high it's uh there's now there's literally hundreds of gangs and this is not even including then Northern part of the state, you have some of the more traditional, you know, motorcycle type gangs, but they're certainly not involved with what's going on right now. Providence, Pawtucket, this is you know, it's a gang war. And and what happened on Sunday night is it, it's very tragic. Nineteen year old girl graduated from Cranston East, I believe, last year. And somehow, I think between eleven eleven thirty, sitting in a car, and someone either was sending a message or maybe they thought it was the person they were looking for but uh basically I, I hate to even say this but executed uh two people went up very very close gunshots to the head and the person is deceased and seems like a you can see by the way you can see about it on the website dipetro.com there's a gang war uh something needs to be done this isn't about asthma this isn't about a housing crisis that the progressives are saying this isn't about water anything in this area we have you know the water quality and around here is fine so and for those of you that missed it we had a uh, progressive activist elected official on i did an interview over last weekend and was saying well the problem is the housing crisis or the problem is uh, there's a lot of people that have asthma or the the, (laughs) if only that was the problem or the problem is it's there's bad water in uh, washington park which caused you know the shooting a week ago it's none of those things Folks, you need law and order. There, there, think of this. There, there's there's a small percentage, but if you allow them to thrive, if you don't do anything, uh, that's why gang membership is high right now. As many of you, either you know or you're finding out now, police are very limited with what they can do. They can't ask someone some immigration status. They cannot. Uh, they've been dismantled with the gang database that they were doing. Everything now has to be done on memory you know if if you've ever seen any type of crime shows i followed some people with some investigations you know it's going to be concerted effort you have to identify who are these people um and there's certain you know you kind of build who's who's in charge you know all these things uh i highly recommend if you haven't seen it but years ago it's been over now for a while but hbo had the show the wire and uh you know that it has to do with baltimore and i'll tell you providence is starting to resemble baltimore but Avon Barksdale and they go through the chain somebody's always in command. I think I think they should use some of the federal laws to go after them with the uh, RICO laws. I mean there's chain of command, it's a criminal enterprise. They're doing criminal intent and deeds. Re- remember, not everyone that is doing the shooting, they're many of them are being instructed to do the shooting. So that's basically how they took down organized crime a lot of the progressives are saying well you can't say that because that's racist because a lot of them are people of color but this crime make no mistake about it it's it's drastically affecting the city of providence drastically affecting the city of providence people are afraid to go out in providence um and with good reason and people say you know listen people were afraid with when they were seeing the protesters going up and going up to people in federal and everything else this is this is the wild wild west with the shootings this is people showing up at a playground in the middle of the afternoon on a saturday and opening fire this is uh, a 19 year old girl getting shot in the back of the head so for those of you on facebook remember john dipetro show on facebook we're there uh, i'm hearing there's going to be more activity this weekend we'll be on top of it as this gang patrol gang war is is just continuing something else that needs to be addressed that i think is very confusing and it's the masks people are becoming unglued hearing more and more the people uh i don't understand if you've been vaccinated and you're outside you don't have to wear a mask but we're we're seeing and finding there are some people around you know that don't want this whole thing to end and and part of me as i said yeah said the other day if if people want to do that I, i just don't understand it you know we have some fundamental problems that are creeping up right now one is as i mentioned you know you have a gang problem and you're You're uh, kind of handcuffing, so to speak, the police with their efforts to try to patrol and identify who are these people, who are these dangerous people. A lot of problems start, you know, whenever you hear and sometimes you don't hear about it. But if there's a fight at the ACI, it may not be settled then. It could be settled when they get out or sometimes things happen. And then when someone does get out of the ACI, now they're looking to, you know, settle all beefs. Keep in mind a lot last year people weren't out a lot a lot of things were closed because of covid we were still on lockdown so a lot of people that had some unfinished business with people they weren't running into them so a lot of this they they simply haven't seen people i've heard that one of the shootings i believe the shooting in uh Oneville last friday night was someone that they you know they just hadn't seen the person in a while and suddenly like there he is but that doesn't mean they don't want to settle the remember visit the website depetro.com d-e-p-e-t-r-o.com you shoot me an email there you can also uh, go into the shop so with governor mckee coming up i think um he's also he's got to address the worker shortage this is a problem it's a problem as you know it's not going to go away uh they are if the government as we've talked about paying people to stay at home they're going to stay at home something else that has come up that i think some of you have raised which are good questions and that is all right so if you want to offer bonuses so people can collect unemployment but then still work uh what about the people that kept working what about if you're listing right now and you kept working during the pandemic you know you're not going to get a bonus what about you why not compensating some of those people this isn't fair you know we're entering into this situation i mean it, it like very little is is fair. more people are learning about some of the provisions in uh and things that are that are allowed and made as far as special accommodations for certain individuals um so much for everyone being on the the same plane and the same level so this this needs to be adjusted the worker shortage there's nothing good about it if you're a business owner i I don't know what people are going to do it's kind of what we've said though i think businesses will adapt and many people when they want to return to the workforce in the fall i i think they're going to be surprised and disappointed that a lot of the jobs they want the jobs they thought they had And uh, I I just don't think they're going to be there. And then I don't know what's going to happen after that. But but then they're going to complain that they can't find a job and they're going to want their unemployment to continue. And President Biden, what really did this is him, the government, saying, we'll give you an extra 300 a week. Certain states aren't allowing that. This one is especially, I mean, Governor McKee, he's up for wants to be elected governor. He hasn't been elected governor. He's filling fulfilling filling out Governor Armando Sec- Secretary Armando's term. But he has not been elected just yet. All right, a lot more ahead. Keep it right here. It's the John DePietro show. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let Mega Professionals find them for you? Call Meager Professionals today. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. 508-336 508-
2: Call Karen Etchels at 401 321 2799. That's 401 321 2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Spring is here.
1: Time to contact Bethel Certified Softwash. You can text Jared a free estimate at 401 617 2585. Bethel Certified Softwash. They have a great website. It's rhodeislandsoftwashing.com. Outside your home, let's get rid of the grime and the stains, maybe some of that that green algae and moss and mildew that build up over the course of the winter. Call Bethel Certified Soft Wash today. Again, outside your restaurant or your home or a roof or a deck or a patio or a walkway, it's Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Remember, it's biodegradable. It's plant safe. Look for them on Facebook, Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-L. Their Facebook page, the before and after, are just tremendous. Contact them today for a free same-day text estimate, 401-617-2585, 401-617-2585. Again, remember, they have a great website. It's Rhode RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com, Bethel certified soft wash and power wash listening to the john DePetro show weekdays we start at 11 we go until 2 it's am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at the website depetro.com time for our legal segment joining me is rhode island attorney tim dodd tim i want to start off with uh, this whole situation with the superintendent who's under fire harrison peters uh you have the the guy that he hired and apparently didn't tell the search committee that this guy had been involved with this incident but um I want to get into the contract a little bit. I I think this is an incredible rush to judgment. Harrison Peters, I don't think he should resign. Uh the, the, but let's take me through a little bit with what what there's speculation that the superintendent is asking, excuse me, education commissioner is asking for his resignation, but it is it is not forthcoming uh as of right now.
3: Well, if I was advising um Mr. Peters, I would absolutely tell him not to resign. Right. To hang in there. Um, the case has a creepy underbelly to it. I guess uh, Harrison Peters had a similar position down in the Tampa, Florida area. And this uh, toe popper guy, Mr. Allegi, um, was also in the same system, had been promoted a couple of times through the system. Um, apparently, <laughs> apparently, he had a little problem when he was in Florida that um, uh, Peters knew about, and um, apparently Peters um, was a perennial candidate for various uh, jobs around the country, and he would never quite make it over the finish line, and finally he got this uh, hire in Providence. Now, it appears that he got passed over many times, just by way of background. He had a little dust up down in Florida where, apparently a substitute teacher was allegedly masturbating in class. Oh boy. And, and apparently, Peters attempted to keep this information quiet oh. and not, and not inform parents that there might be a pedophile or another sexual, you know... Deviant, yeah. Deviant, let's not a pedophile, a deviant, let's say, um, in the the classrooms. Parents ultimately found out, as they always do, and um, it exploded with uh, anger by the parents, etc. Despite that um, negative uh, mark on his resume, he winds up getting hired here at Providence. And after he gets hired... He has the bright idea to hire this guy, Allegia, and bring him up from Florida and have him start doing a similar, what, what he was doing here in Providence, apparently making sure that Allegia knew, look, no more toe-popping. Allegia says, no, no, I won't be doing any more of that. So, boom, here he is. Now, what Allegia did is as creepy as things can be, but so far, so far... There's no allegation that he was doing similar, quote-unquote, discipline uh, like he was doing to young boys no. in Florida right. here in Providence. If he was, that would be a much different story I, right now. I heard
1: he had, Tim, I heard he had no dealings with with students. He was an administrator. So that element of the equation, from what I understand, he, maybe maybe occasionally he had an interaction, but it was not like when he was— I guess an assistant principal they used to call the kids down and so forth. So uh but anyhow. So, so
3: right now Leje has pled not guilty. Yep. Apparently this video apparently he's right. going to have a tough defense, but he will likely walk away from this whole incident without a criminal conviction. Yep. He'll he'll get a filing or he'll get probation or some other form of disposition that is not a conviction.
1: But it's a misdemeanor.
3: It's a misdemeanor. Okay, so
1: he's charged with the misdemeanor, this massage in the gym on a young boy. No one's condoning. But now, where does this put... So Peters has to resign for someone who has not been adjudicated or convicted of anything. He's charged with a misdemeanor, and Peters has pressure to resign because he hired him and didn't tell the search committee there was this toe-popping situation. But, Tim, in the contract, it seems unless they're going to go after something. But it doesn't seem that it would fall under the category that he would fit the narrative that they're going to fire him for cause.
3: Right, right, right John. And just, just to finish the other point, yeah. he's only charged with simple assault. Okay. Simple assault. No sexual component. There's no, nothing about any gratification or anything okay. else. It's a simple assault. Yep. Now, going to the contract... He has a very um, impressive contract. Oh. He makes about two two hundred 225000 a year. Yep. He gets a car allowance of $750 a month. He gets moving expenses. He's got a 3% per year pay increase and a bunch of other benefits. Now, as with most significant employment contracts, there's provisions for him resigning or him being fired for cause, as it's defined in his contract or being terminated without just cause if he resigns he's technically supposed to give 60 days notice but if it's a resignation by agreement of the parties he resigns and he gets no further benefits under the contract if he is terminated for cause same thing he gets no further benefits under the contract if he's fired without just cause as defined then he is entitled to at least an additional year of his salary and benefits. Now, the real question would be if they said, You're fired with cause, well, let's, they're never gonna say you're fired without cause, because now they're gonna pay him another 225 plus benefits. If they said, We're firing you for cause, as defined in his contract, nothing in this situation would rise to the level of um, sufficient cause to terminate him. There's been no allegation that he's been engaged in uh, gross misconduct, criminal conduct, insubordination, uh, gross negligence, or anything else. I don't believe you could call the hiring of this guy, alleged to be gross negligence. Uh-huh. So he should never resign. He should never, never resign. If if they want to fire him for cause, and he wanted to litigate this, he would in all likelihood win based oh. upon what we know today. And I haven't seen his entire contract. I mean, we've all been seeing the snippets of the contract about being terminated for cause versus not for cause. Many times in these situations, the the prevailing party can seek attorneys' fees. I don't know if that's a feature of this guy's contract. But if this contract called for him being awarded attorney's fees, if he has to litigate to prove that cause has not been shown in a termination situation, he could get a significant amount of money, get his attorney's fees paid, and show everyone that um, he was not the um, um, person behaving in such a way that uh, being terminated for cause would be appropriate. As it stands, if he resigns, maybe he's trying to protect his uh, potential for future employment uh, by simply resigning and not being terminated for cause. Or maybe he doesn't want to spend money to litigate this thing. Who knows? But if I was advising him, I would say, no way, you stand your ground, you do not resign. Um, I'm sure the pressure is incredible for him to resign. I'm sure... um, angela infante green is twisting his arm as hard as possible to resign i mean she's got a vested interest in getting rid of him to take the pressure off herself but that's a different political story from a purely legal standpoint this guy has a great case to hang in there and fight
1: yeah and tim on top of that i want to you know someone uh, sent me a question about because i was putting about the gross negligence and he was the Question What's not grossly His neg- Here's what was tweeted at me about knowingly hiring a guy with a track record of some seriously questionable behavior, keeping a secret from your boss till it blows up in your face. Well, the situation down in Florida, he was never charged, he was never suspended, he was never disciplined. He, he was called out on it, it made the news, but he was basically told not to do it again. And from what I understand, he was consequently promoted several times after that. So it's not as if he had been fired before for this type of behavior. I agree. I think Harris, um, Harrison Peters, I, Tim, I think he's got a real case. It, they may want him, as you say, to resign, but I'd be, you know, keep showing up for work. No way. There's there's nothing in his deal with the city where they could if now, unless Tim Dodd, what if they, they try to say, well, no, it was grossly negligent. I I think they lose in that. It's not like a student was something happened or I, I mean, I do you see it any differently?
3: If, if Providence said we're terminating you for cause and the cause is gross negligence and the hiring of this guy, allege, and that's our basis for terminating you with cause. If um, Peters chose to litigate that, he's a winner based yeah. on what we know today.
1: Right. All right, folks, we're going to take a uh, quick break. A lot more with our legal expert attorney, Tim Dodd, right here on The John DePietro Show.
2: That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com.
1: While the pandemic rages on, you need to stay healthy. You need to take care of your health. You need to stop in and see Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Right across from Davenport Restaurant. Call Marie. I call her the queen of health. 401 401- 305 3585 you've seen the her store it's right in that old white church it's my health because folks it's about your health 1099 Menden road in cumberland shop local stop it and see marie what do we have well vitamins herbal remedies trusted companies understand quality integrity local products like the incredible acai berry she also has honey maple syrup marie at it's my health 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland right across from Davenport restaurant has over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. The service is the best, plus hemp and CBD products, plus massage therapy, reflexology, Pilates. Folks, stop it and see her. It's my health because it's about your health and staying healthy and children's vitamins 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401-305-3585. Stop in and see Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Right across from Davenport Restaurant. Because remember, it's your health. Stop in and see Marie. And it's my health. We're speaking with our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, let's touch on uh, some of the charges against, was last Thursday night, was that? incredible uh gang shootout uh where you have a number of different individuals that have been uh been charged it, the, the i went to the um i covered the press conference at the public safety complex the other day they're not even ruling out that the good end additional charges here maybe some federal charges could get tacked into this
3: There could be federal charges um right now the the four um individuals who have been charged um mostly it's um felony assault uh discharging a weapon in a in a confined area uh possession of um an unregistered weapon um all all but one of the three has made bail one the bail was $75,000 he posted another one i think it was 25,000 another one was in that range One guy's being held without bail because he's a violator. Um, And in one of the cases, um, there was an allegation, I believe, that um, one of these defendants was using, in this case or in a previous matter, a ghost gun. And we've talked about the ghost guns before. You know, you go out and you buy a partially completed gun from a kit and then you uh, scrounge up or find the remaining parts that you need or you produce them with a 3D printer, um, it's a big problem. And, you know, in, in this gang environment, um, these guys aren't really worried about registering their handguns. They're just out there getting them by whatever means necessary and using them. It um, could be additional federal charges. Um, one of the... Um, defendants i believe has been charged but not arraigned because he's still in i think critical condition in the hospital so it remains to be seen if he's going to recover sufficiently to um, uh, be a defendant and defend his case in court Um, i would fully expect there'll be more charges coming out of this
1: Hmm. tim dodd also uh this was unusual the cranston case this doesn't happen every day A uh, case out of Cranston actually made its way to the Supreme Court involving uh, allegations from an individual that I believe had a gun and especially involving the Cranston police.
3: This is a um, very interesting case. It has national implications. Uh, This story has been reprinted literally around the country. Um, It has... um, Implications for gun ownership. The NRA is interested in it. There's many of uh, the ACLUs interested in it. Uh, very briefly, by way of background, this gentleman from Cranston gets into an argument with his wife, very bad argument. He at one point gets an unloaded um, um, handgun and says to the wife, you <laughs> to shoot me in the head and put me out of my misery, or words to that effect. Um, she leaves and stays in a hotel that night because they were such a um, contentious argument. She thereafter calls the cops saying, you know, my husband, I'm afraid for his safety. He's alone in the house. He's very upset, and there's a gun in the house. The cops show up, and they say, why don't we, why don't we take you to the hospital? And, you know, we'll take your gun, but we'll give it back to you. and think will be fine. He goes to the hospital. The hospital basically says, what are you doing here? And he's out of there within an hour or so. He goes home and his gun's with the cop. He says, okay, I'm home. Can I have my gun back? And they say, no, not without a court order. Oh. Uh, that precipitates um, litigation uh, in the federal court. It goes to the First Circuit, and it winds up in the U.S. Supreme Court. The issue is whether the uh, conduct of the Cranston police um, was a fourth amendment violation an unreasonable search and seizure um there are supreme court there is a supreme court case which has been followed regularly that if you are pulled over by a cop on the road and there's an inventory search or if they ask to look in the trunk and you say okay um those searches have been deemed to be okay but a warrantless search into a house and confiscating a weapon you know, the Supreme Court has now ruled um, is an unreasonable search and seizure. And the Supreme Court really wrestles with this case, John, because there are many exigent circumstances which re- require but would um, behoove the cops to go in. For instance, there's, let's assume, a senior citizen who doesn't show up at their normal... Whatever they do, and concerned people call the cops and say, you know, so and so is supposed to be a breakfast. We we do this every day. He hasn't been here for the last two days. Sure. No one answers the phone. Yes. The cops go in on a uh, safety check.
1: Happens all the time. Happens all the time. 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 Yep. Well-being check. Yep.
3: And the Supreme Court recognized that that's a circumstance we're going in is appropriate. But to confiscate somebody's weapon with no probable cause that any crime has been committed, the Supreme Court has ruled that that is unconstitutional. The most remarkable part of this case uh, was that it was a nine-to-nothing Supreme Court decision. Oh. Now, we always hear that this is a split Supreme Court, it's a 5-4 court, it's a 6-3 court. That so You can always predict how everyone's going to vote. This was such an egregious um, situation, and it was clear from looking at the case law that all nine of the Supreme Court judges unanimously concluded that this was an unreasonable search, a Fourth Amendment violation, and they reaffirmed, in many ways, if you will, the sanctity of one's home and that the sanctity of one's home is really entitled to the most um, constitutional protections that historically have been uh, shown for cops entering somebody's home. Hmm. Uh, The the court was looking to really limit the circumstances under which that can happen without a warrant.
1: Um, Folks, we're speaking with Attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, I want to bounce back just to Providence just for a second, simply because— A lot of attention, seemingly not a lot, but some attention, I should say, was was drawn into the gang problem in Providence and specifically this community Providence Community Safety Act that was passed. uh, I think it was four years ago, it was 2017. But anyhow, uh, anyone that that sees that Providence operates differently, their police force than other police forces where, you know, they basically have to ask people permission to keep them in a gang database um i posted folks this uh, on my website to com. you if you pull someone over in a car you you can't ask the passengers for id you can't ask someone's immigration status you can't ask someone under the age of 18 more than once for an id but the gang database tim dodd that um boy that is different and this is they're feeling some of the effects of this where you have these community groups saying it's not fair and people are labeled to get into their gang and so they got away with it but one of the downfalls of a sanctuary city or this progressive city they're trying to run is then when you have gang activity, the police are are handcuffed somewhat of trying to pull up all the intel that they have.
3: Yes, it, it, it it's in my view is a very unfortunate um, city ordinance that's you know um, passed largely through a lot of uh, pressure from progressive groups, from mm. minority groups, etc. And you're right, Um, the um, gang database uh, can't really be maintained as it had been in the past. This um, ordinance has been in effect for about a year. Um, Hugh Clemens, the chief of police in Providence, who does a great job, he's a real quality guy, um, after this incident um, indicated that You know, right now, the police have to rely on intelligence that officers gain through being on the streets and learning who's who and having basically an oral history of who's in a gang and which gang they're in and, you know, what's your association. Um, He also indicated that uh, the department is attempting to come up with something that's not necessarily a a database but to come up with something that the cops can use that is consistent with this um, ordinance that was passed it seems like a very unwieldy ordinance it really hamstrings the cop's ability to gain intelligence yeah. and to know who, know who they're approaching in a vehicle who's in the car Hmm. Who are the passengers? Who's the driver? You know, is this like a a normal citizen or is this a gang member? Right. Most cops know, some cops won't. Let's assume you're a Ricky and you really don't know who's who out there. Um, It just seems like this is showcasing the unintended bad consequences of a bad piece of legislation that might have gone in for very noble reasons, but the end result is maybe the unintended consequence to keep the cops in the dark and not be able to police
1: effectively. Folks, quick break. A lot more attorney Tim Dodd, legal expert right here on the John DePietro show. For all your tree needs, call the tree trimming experts in Lincoln. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today for a free quote, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. Fully insured tree removal company with a licensed arborist. Yankee Tree Service, they provide various tree services, including tree removal, pruning, land clearing stump grinding and bobcat service check out their website yankeetreeservice.com whether it's for tree removal or stump grinding yankee tree service provides stump grinding so you can enjoy your landscape without the eyesore of old stumps tree pruning you know many times a tree just needs to be pruned instead of completely cut down the licensed arborists with yankee tree service they'll help you decide what's the best treatment plan for your tree emergency service or bucket truck service they'll get up in the bucket call yankee tree service today for a free quote 401-439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. This portion of the John DiPietro Show, folks, is brought to you by Brothers Disposal. Call Brother Roland today. Now offering weekly trash collection services. Brothers Disposal. Look for them on Facebook. They have those purple dumpsters, and the Facebook page stands out, purple and yellow. Brothers Disposal. Again, offering weekly trash collection services. Call for an estimate, 401-688-0517. 401-688-0517. Come on, brother. Call Brother's Disposal today. Put a purple dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're doing some spring cleaning, or maybe you want to clean out that basement, the garage, the attic. Call Brother's Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster in your driveway, 401 401- 688-0517 and remember now offering weekly trash collection services call for an estimate it's brother's disposal 401-688-0517 we're speaking with our legal expert attorney tim dot tim this case out of north carolina where the district attorney said the shooting of andrew brown black man killed by deputies justified lawyers for the family say body camera footage shows he was not armed didn't pose a threat to deputies. This was the thing where the family was trying to say his hand were on the wheel, but Tim, the more footage that the the uh, authorities released, he was he was using his vehicle to ram at the police. And you know, the more this is one of those things, Tim, Dodd, The more information you got about it, it's it's true. He didn't have a gun, but you know, if I if you're a deputy and you know we're saying stop, and I am literally driving at you and ramming my vehicle into you. I mean that's that's deadly force. What what do you think of the decision that the uh, the shooting was justified?
3: Based on what we know and based on the videos that I've been able to see like everyone else, I think that it's a correct decision. You know, the the problem with a lot of these um high profile cases is the media runs a narrative yeah. and they run it repeatedly without really being sure that the narrative is the correct narrative. I mean, it's happened over and over. We get the Ferguson case, you know, the hands-on-don't-shoe right. case. We yep. get the Trayvon Martin case. So many of these cases where the initial narrative of what happened is proven to be false, which is not true. Hmm. You know, it's stated either by lawyers for the victim's family or stated by the victim's family. And once that story gets out there, it's, it becomes sort of the story that's in everyone's mind, and it's difficult to overcome or overturn the perception that's made with that first salvo of incorrect information. And that seems to be the case in North Carolina. This is the case where the family basically said that this young man, Andrew Brown, was executed by the cops. Yeah, executed. They shot him in the back of the head. Yep. Yeah. Well, when you look at the video, he was wanted on a warrant for um, something to do with drugs. Uh, the the cops knew who he was. A bunch of cops show up. They sort of surround the vehicle, telling him to get out. He doesn't get out. Get out. He won't get out. Show us your hands. He won't show his hands. Um, he, try, he tries to drive away. Oh. Now, when the cops say get out of the car, um, you know, show us your hands, and you say, well, gee, I'd rather not. Let me just drive away. Well, that, that's not going to happen. And he drove in such a manner that the vehicle clipped one of the cops. Yeah. It didn't didn't really harm him particularly, but it could have. And then the cops continue to say, show us your hands, stop the car, get out of the vehicle. And this guy thinks he's just going to drive away. And he drives in such a manner that he was, Whether intentionally or not, the vehicle was pointed directly at a cop standing in the path of the vehicle. Cop jumps out of the way at the last second. This guy still won't stop. He thinks he's just going to drive away. The cop shoots. The family had said he was shot five times. Um, I believe the forensic report says he was shot twice. Once in the shoulder, once uh, in the back of the neck or the back of the head. Tragic situation. Um, It's unfortunate any time one of these situations occurs, but it's not like the guy had his hands on the wheel and he was displaying that he had no weapon. He wouldn't show his hands from what we gather, and his vehicle is a deadly weapon. There are many, many, many cases which are prosecuted on the theory of an assault with a deadly weapon, where the defendant uses his vehicle to hit or attempt to hit an individual. Um, so it's a deadly weapon, and the cops lives are in jeopardy, and they fired. And as we've said many times before, John, these are horrible situations, but you know, cops out there on the street have to unfortunately make split second decisions. Yes, either either the cop's gonna go home to their family yep. Or the or the cops going to wind up at a morgue? Yeah, and it's wonderful to be a Monday morning quarterback. Yeah, and it's wonderful to say shoulda, coulda, woulda. But as, as we've discussed before, these folks who criticize the cops, I'd love to see them go into a police training simulator. Mm. So, All right, ten scenarios. If you get any one of these scenarios wrong, you're dead. Yeah, All right, let's 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 go. It, it's it's Very difficult for the cops to always be right um, when they're in these situations. I mean, like the tragic situations where they shoot and the person has a cell phone, or maybe it's a young kid with a with a toy gun, but it's in the dark, perceived to be a real gun. I mean, these are decisions that have to be made in a split split second. The problem is further, you know, you've got lawyers out there for these families who perpetuate the lie. Oh, yeah. About how it happens. The media picks up and runs with it over and over.
1: Yeah. Protests.
3: And protests. Yeah. And I, always, I always think of Winston Churchill's famous expression. I think I'm saying it correctly. He says, a lie travels around the world before the truth has a chance to get its pants on. That's exactly right.
1: That's, yes. That's
3: kind of what happens in these situations.
1: Yeah. Tim Dodd, I just wonder, before we move on, but I, I just wonder at some point if some legal authority going to hold some of these uh, attorneys somewhat accountable because we, we're seeing look at, like, what happens on an initial element of standing there and this is what happened and they shot an unarmed guy and his hands are on the wheel. And, and then when the truth comes out, it, it doesn't in any way resemble, you know, the, the, the story they were spinning. In the hours after the trial but by then you know there's been damage done there's been rioting. there's been looting there's this trail of destruction i i just think at some point somebody needs to hold those accountable that that become a chicken little and start screaming that you know that the sky is falling it's a whole different thing tim dot what what are we to make of um you know these stories that keep eh, i'd say they're popping up the latest ones regarding president trump he might be charged you know is he going to be uh, brought into new york is this a fishing expedition michael cohen supposedly they talked to him like eight times What what is your take on this whole matter
3: well <laughs> we really don't know uh, fully but let, let's look at a, just a couple of the folks who are in the cast of characters here we have got a federal investigation going on led by cyrus Vance jr who is a uh um, died-in-the-wool Trump hater. On the state side in the state of New York, the Attorney General, Letitia, uh, Letitia James, she's a card-carrying Trump hater as well. Yep. Now, <clears throat> they are both looking, one on the federal side, one on the state side, they're looking at the Trump organization for a number of reasons. Um, there's allegations or there's innuendo or suspicion that... Trump organization would, you know, for tax reasons, sometimes they'd inflate an asset's value to get a better loan deal. Sometimes they'd minimize um, asset values um, to get more favorable um, uh, tax benefits or tax considerations. Now, if there's been an inflation of assets for one reason or a minimization of asset value for other reasons, um, and it can be shown that it was a knowing misrepresentation, well, there could be a problem. Um, They're also looking from both the state and the federal side into the whole issue of um, the alleged hush money, which was paid to Stormy Daniels. Now, on that topic, they have the full cooperation of Michael Cohen. who has met with the feds, oh, I think more than a dozen times Connecting the dots as to how the money got transferred and washed through to get to Stormy Daniels. So, Trump has a problem in that his former personal attorney is connecting the dots for the feds. That could be very harmful. Also, there's this guy named Alan uh, Wesselberg, who is the former CFO, the chief financial officer of the Trump organization. Um, he's no longer with the Trump organization, and apparently he is cooperating with the feds. And apparently he's connecting the dots on some of the financial uh, maneuvers that the Trump organization is taking. Amongst the other things they're looking at is the potential that some Trump employees uh, were being compensated with apartments or with uh, school tuition. So let's assume your compensation is whatever and you also get an apartment in Manhattan. The question becomes, is that, you know, the value of that apartment you're not paying rent for, it's imputable income. So it depends how both the Trump organization reported that or failed to report it, as well as how the recipient um, reported it or failed to do so. Now, who knows if any criminal charges will ever come out of this, but, you know, Letitia James basically announced, well, this is now turning into a potential criminal investigation. So that's your headline. Well, will there be charges coming out of this? Who knows? We don't know yet. So this could be an allegation made that we're looking at the Trump, the Trump Organization for Criminal Prosecution. Charges may never come of this, but it continues to... Um, Keep President Trump and his organization on their heels, and it continues to create negative publicity. Now, if charges are filed and if the criminal allegations are proved, well, then the appropriate punishment should be meted out to the uh, guilty individuals. But it seems like without something more, um, it's a preemptive smear. And whether or not there's criminal charges, Letitia James and Cyrus Vance are accomplishing their political purposes by continuously trying to give uh, the president and his people a black eye mm. with no proof and just innuendo and supposition, but no
1: charges. Folks, he is our legal expert, attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, great job. Stay safe. And we will talk to you again. Thanks, John. You can. Bye Bye bye. Mega Logistics. They're there to help you. Give them a call today. 401-431-2300. MEGA Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokers for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing? Logistics, 401-431-2300. we are in an accident, someone hits your vehicle, it's damaged in some way, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. it's spring and lawn doctor of rhode island is your lawn care company call them today for a free quote 401-392-1025 check out their website lawndoctor.com your best lawn ever guaranteed call them now get that spring program you have the fertilizer then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control your best lawn ever Guaranteed, call Lawn Doctor today. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com or call them (laughs) 401-392-1025.